0: A KQED television production.
1: And everybody say, "Opa!" Opa!
0: Check, Please! Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by...
1: SafeCatch Elite Wild Tuna, great for athletes, kids, and pregnancy. SafeCatch tests each and every fish for mercury. Available at nearby stores. Walmart Global E-Commerce, with small, agile work teams, is focused on big data, engineering, and e-commerce innovations. Careers available at walmartlabs.com. Sutter Health CPMC, investing in community care for more than 150 years, including two new smart hospitals. Your city, your hospital. CPMC2020.org. Natural
0: mattress systems from European Sleepworks, working to improve comfort and wellness for over 40 years. European Sleepworks in Berkeley, online at sleepworks.com. Oakland International Airport. Now with flights all over the world. iFlyOAK.com. IRG has over 250 types of natural stone choices in stock today. IRG in Brisbane and Dublin, or at marblecompany.com.
2: By the it's way, I mean the, uh, Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check Please Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. We have three guests and each one recommends one of their favorite spots and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, retired family therapist Angela Sidal travels the world to expand her palate. She's eaten guinea pig in Peru, water snake in Thailand, and yak butter in Mongolia. But her happy plate is filled with comforting Italian fare. Technology sales executive Misun Boyce travels the U.S. making big business deals but it's the perfect little experiences that she finds when she returns home to her local dining discoveries that satisfy all her senses. But first, San Francisco firefighter Michael Marks travels the city burning energy, saving kittens, buildings, and people. (laughs) He refuels at a community spot located on a historic landmark that serves up contemporary comfort food and enough beer to quench his scorching thirst. (laughs) It's called Sessions at the Presidio the name
3: sessions is meant to be a group of friends enjoying beer enjoying food and being part of a session my name is Evan Gellerie I am the general manager owner of sessions at the presidio we have 23 beers on tap We also have about 80 different bottles and 10 wines on tap. My name is Michael Bilger and I'm the chef and co-owner of Sessions at the Presidio. Evan and I started having conversations about opening up a restaurant that was focused on craft beer and the craft beer movement. We have a certified Cicerone, and a certified Cicerone is the equivalent of a wine sommelier. We called our style of cooking at Sessions craft cuisine. We make everything in-house. We also like to incorporate brewing ingredients. Our house-cut french fries are seasoned with hop salt. Our house-brewed bread is made with brewer's grains and a beer yeast. We are really fortunate to have a great relationship with Skywalker Ranch, who grows organic produce for us, also including their wines and some wonderful olive oil. We want Sessions to be a neighborhood restaurant. We have great neighborhoods here. We want our guests to have a convivial dining experience, gathered around the table with friends. That's our idea of a session at the Presidio. All
2: right, Michael, how did you discover Sessions? Because it is tucked away a bit.
3: It is
4: absolutely tucked away. I really kind of feel the Presidio is underserved. I think it's sort of one of those kind of hidden, you know, places that not a lot of people know of and not a lot of people utilize. So when I saw that Sessions was gonna open, I, you know, I was really excited because it was right on Lyon. It was easy for me to get to, easy for people from the Marine and Calhalla to get to. And when it finally opened and I walked in, I was like, wow, this place really looks nice. Um, And it's a big space. It's a massive space, but I think they did a really nice job at making it very comfortable, very welcoming. And you walk in, there's a big, nice bar in the middle. There's tables all over the place and really a fantastic element of it is they have this fantastic deck out in front. That's so right. you sit there and have a beer, a small plate. You, you can have-, have brunch, and you're looking, you're in the city, you're in the heart of the city, yet you look around and it's, you know, this beautiful rolling hills and grass.
2: Let's talk a little bit about the food.
4: One of their go-tos is they have this fantastic steak, and I'm not a big red meat eater, but this steak dish, I mean, it's just cooked absolutely to perfection. It has that nice crisp char on the outside, where it gives that nice little crunch, but the inside is just cooked to a perfect medium rare. Every single bite it's just like a burst of flavor in your mouth, and they serve it over these peppers. But it just adds, you know, a nice little extra texture, flavor, and a little bit of crunch to the, you know, to the overall meal. And it and just tastes fantastic. And what about me?
2: What did you have when you went?
5: For the main course, I actually went with the uh, dali pasta. I love the sauce and the mushroom sauce, but uh, it was a little bit salty. Well, Angela, what did you have when you went?
6: Um, I went with a group. There were five of us, and so we all tasted each other's food, which is a really great way to yes, try a new absolutely. place. I thought some of the dishes were exceptional. The thing that I loved the most was the tuna, the crudo. Oh,
4: the crudo's fantastic. Yeah. One yes. of us
6: tried the steak. Uh-huh. Another one had the hamburger, and it was exceptional. And that's a signature for them is to ta- have yes. the hamburger. and the fries were really good. I don't know what kind of potatoes. They were some kind of specialty potatoes. You know, I think the meat is really good, so it kind of stands up for itself, but it had a kind of crunchy bun it really rested nicely in your mouth and was good. The texture was really good. Right. Overall, that was A+. Plus.
4: Um, I had the fried quail. Tiny bird. I like a tiny bird. Like a tiny bird. Um, But I liked the presentation. The flavor was great. It had a little dipping sauce with it to kind of, you know, with a little bit of heat to it, but the dipping sauce kind of cooled down the the heat a little bit. And like most of the other dishes I had there, it was cooked perfectly. It was crispy on the outside, tender and flavorful on the inside. And really, probably my favorite appetizer there is a duck liver mousse. They serve it with their, um, I think it's a house-made seeded cracker, and I thought every bite was just... Burst of flavor. There was a dish
5: that we had with the goat butter. Yes, they specialize in the goat butter. Yes, yes.
4: they do mm-hmm. their yeast bread or their homebrew bread that, ha- that comes with the goat butter. They do charge for bread, and I know a lot of people are kind mm-hmm. of taken aback by that, but they do make their own bread. They, you know, the goat butter. It's a nice okay. little tank. It, it's, yep. it's a nice touch, and it's very a nominal deep. cost. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. y- I mean, you're out for dinner. I mean, big right. deal.
6: I had a cocktail. The uh-huh. cocktails are <laughs> very well known <laughs> for their job. cocktails. They're <laughs> very, very good. They're very, as my son said, it's not alcohol for It's That's right. They were very creative and nicely done. I actually had a
5: great experience. Our server was Mike, and he had such a passion for beer, which was wonderful. Up until then, I don't think I ever finished a glass of beer. Couldn't do it. I'm a wine girl. But Michael kept bringing us these little samples and little testers. First, when we arrived, we had three different samples, and then it became the event. Right. And that's what I remember more about Sessions was he would describe and the aroma and the smell and where they came from, and it converted me. And I, I would go back for the beer, imagine that. So it was, yeah. I ordered one and yeah. actually well, there had you a whole So I can finally say I
6: So I
2: love that. Wonderful. And le- now I'd like to talk about those desserts.
6: So we tried two things. One of them was the ice cream sandwich, I'll call it, and it, it had a malted outside, that was crunchy and really nice, and the beautiful ice cream in the middle. That went down very well, and we shared that. Then we had another one that was an apple turnover, but it was very, very light. It had vanilla bourbon ice cream, rum caramel, or caramel as we say here, and it was stupendous. So that was very good. People were very happy with their meals. Sticking to the beer
5: theme had the uh,
6: stout root mm-hmm. beer float,
5: yeah, yeah. Oh, which it's classic root beer float, and, of course, how appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, It was a stout beer, but with the ice cream, it was just delicious and flavorful, and, and, and I enjoyed it.
6: And let's quickly talk about service. It was a dark and stormy night to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> yes. There there was a, a cocktail
2: named that.
6: <laughs> uh, outside, it was a dark and stormy night, and it was very cold inside. My feet didn't warm up. I found the place to be a wonderful building but maybe a little bit of work in progress as far as service and also the, the setup. For me, it was pretty cold. Metal tables, mm-hmm. paper napkins, and the service. A lot of different people served us rather than making a connection with one waiter. All right, Michael, yeah. this is your spot. Wrap it up for us.
4: A beautiful spot in the city, and it is in the city. I would definitely go back. Good for the summer or the winter, for beer, for booze, and for food.
6: All right, and Angela? I would go back on a sunny day to sit on the deck and maybe try brunch because the food was wonderful. All right, and Misan?
5: Definitely a beer lover's paradise. Try all the various uh, craft beers, and I'd definitely go back.
2: All right, if you would like to try Sessions at the Presidio, it's located in the Presidio on Letterman Drive between Chestnut and Lion in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-655-9413. It's open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday with brunch on the weekends. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $60. Neapolitan-style pizzas emerge from an oven made of volcanic stones at Angela's pick, and traditional family recipes, direct from Mama's kitchen in Campania, grace the tables. Your famiglia when you enter Mountain View's Doppio Zero Pizzeria Napolitana.
3: Hi, I'm Gianni Loiro. I'm the owner of Doppio Zero Mountain View. We start up Doppio Zero after a brand name of the best flour to make pizza. It's very fine and light, and not too much gluten as well. So top product to make the best pizza in the world. I'm Angelo Sanino. I'm the co-owner of Doppio
5: Zero restaurant. In Naples, we are very traditional. We cut the pizza, and then we eat with the hand. There is people that like with a fork and knife, and my pizza,
3: I will love to eat with the hand. Doppio Zero has a VPN certification. To be a VPN, we also need to use San Marzano tomato. You need fresh water, fresh yeast, salt, and the Doppio Zero flour. The Neapolitan pizza should be cooked in 70 seconds. In order to do that, the oven should be between 800 and 900 degrees. You rotate it twice, and it's up. The master pizza guy is uh, my brother. He's been working in Naples for the last 20 years. Family business, you know. He's the old one.
5: Some people, sometimes they order the seafood pizza and they want to put a parmesan cheese
3: on. We say, you know, we we not recommend, but if you like, you know, we give you. First thing is our guests. We have to give them happiness for an hour, an hour and a half, then they have to go.
2: These guys do it the right way, don't they? They really do
6: it right. They're very serious, but also they're really fun. And I was looking for a fabulous place. And, and are think. you a marinara or a margarita girl? For pizza, I like the white. The DOPIO zero is the one that I eat when I eat pizza, but I actually enjoy a lot of the other dishes. My very favorite, very simple thing, the burrato it is. Mm-hmm. And they serve it on a bed of little delicately chopped sun-dried tomatoes and roasted red peppers. Beautiful imported burrata with a little dab of olive oil and a little sprig of basil in the top. It's to die for. I have that nearly every time I go
2: there. Right, I and mean, I'm a traditionalist. And burrata is that mozzarella that comes from Puglia. It yes. Means a little purse, and they take the stracciatella, the cream, and they wrap it up in the mozzarella. Oh, is that right? Nah, and give wonderful. You that. That, it, that's yeah.
6: burrata. It's absolutely wonderful. I recommend that to everybody who goes there. Really, really good. And what about you? Did you have the pizza? had to have the
5: pizza. Of course. (laughs) And, you know, they had fish and all these other options, and my friends and I, we decided we're going for the pizza. And what I'd never seen was they actually broke up the pizza options between the red pizza and the white pizza, Mm -hmm. which, again, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we're having one of each. We had the paisana. That was wonderful, because they had the Mm -hmm. burrata Uh cheese with the eggplant and with the tomato sauce. And I thought there was a perfect blend and it was an abundance in the pizza. Instead of just sparsely spread out over the pizza, it was perfectly prepared as far as the crust and the generous toppings and generous portions of the eggplant perfectly roasted and in the, the burrata wasn't melted. It was, you could see the chunks of burrata. So I thought that was amazing. The only thing we were surprised for both pizzas that the bottom, it was a little bit soggy. Mm. We asked the server and she said, well, you have to kind of ask them if you want a little bit crispier. But, again, the topping, the flavors, the freshness of the ingredients, and a generous portion on a pizza was amazing. The white pizza that we had, I liked it because of all the ingredients. And they had jalapeno, mm-hmm. they had Niswa olives. And, again, an abundance of the fresh ingredients and all these various types on the white pizza. Delicious, abundant. Flavorful, but you bit into the jalapeno and it was. You have to be a little bit cautious. <laughs> I it was warm. hot. <laughs> it was hot. We drank a few glasses of Imagine water. It's not a
4: jalapeno bit hot. But
5: that was the white <laughs> right. pizza was delicious.
6: Right. right. They have specials depending on what's available. So, something that I had recently that was really great it was half a main lobster with a little bit spiced tomato sauce and then the black squid ink pasta to accompany it, it was out of this world really great flavors, not overspiced, mm-hmm. and just really beautifully done and, and beautiful on the
2: plate. Michael, any dishes that you had?
4: Well, we started with some warm marinated olives just to kind of get things going with our wine, and uh, they were great. I think my favorite side dish I had there was they served this cauliflower. I don't know if oh, you ever had it. it mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah. really good. I mean, it was just cauliflower, but it was broken up into like little little fiore. chunks, mm-hmm. and it had some breadcrumbs, little currants, the little currants in it yeah. exactly. I'm just like I would have this dish every single time. I love it. Too. Absolutely, I, I want to figure and out how to make it. That's a very traditional
6: dish.
5: Though. Is it? Oh, I didn't even know that. Glad you liked yeah, yeah. it. My yeah. girlfriend's ordered this one particular cocktail called the Vesuvio. It had a combination of pineapple, blueberries, and vodka, and prosecco. It was the perfect combination for flavors. I definitely say that they're known for their cocktails.
2: Named after a volcano. Yes, Vesuvio, had to have that. That's right. Dessert? Absolutely,
5: (laughs) absolutely. I'm a dessert girl, but as I've gotten older, I have to quell that, but (laughs) for sure, one of my favorites was the limoncello cake. The sponginess, it was just light, perfect, and delicious and the uh, tartufo hazelnut. It had, it had, on the inside, had the chocolate and the hazelnut. It was just And wonderful. if you're in
2: Naples, everything's limoncello. Oh, you're in yes, the area. You had to have, you the, have the limoncello that was delicious. anything from the area of Naples, yeah. yeah.
6: I really like the panna cotta that they make there. It has berry sauce, you know, drizzled on top. Beautiful way to finish a meal.
4: You know, the street, as you know, is there's a lot on it. And yeah. we walk in, and it was immediately like, oh, I like this place. You know, there's a little bar. People are watching a college basketball game. Definitely could be for families, could be for a date. It could pretty much fit any kind of situation. And immediately, the minute we sat down, there was water, there was a drink order, there was menus, and the waitress was great. I mean, she was friendly, funny, attentive, without being, like, lingering around. I mean, it it couldn't have been any better. I, I have nothing but two thumbs up for it.
2: So this is your spot. Give us a quick summary.
6: This is the place I've been looking for all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cooking, and I, in fact, my New Year's resolution, <laughs> I told my daughters, never ever to cook again, <laughs> because now I don't have to. Beautiful people, great simple food, wonderful service, much hospitality, love it.
5: All right, and Misan? Certainly a great local casual pizzeria and a bar. Definitely right. recommend it. And Michael?
4: A great local place. I'd recommend it to anybody that's down in that area.
2: All right, if you would like to try a Doppio Zero Pizzeria Napolitana, it's located on Castro Street at Villa in Mountain View. The telephone number is 650-938-4147. It's open for lunch and dinner every day. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $40. You know the scenario. You're at a party, you set down your glass. When you go to go pick it up, you're thinking, which one is mine? There are wine charms, but they often fall off, so I've found these clever silicone rings with whimsical sayings stay in place right on the glass. And don't worry if you don't have any gadgets. You can get a grease pencil and have everyone write their name and simply wipe it off, or you can mark a glass like I do with a kiss. If you're looking for breathtaking views, eye-popping architecture, and mouth-watering seafood, you're in luck. Misun's Sun's pick on the Embarcadero offers all of this and more. From an after-work happy hour to an intimate date, you'll find it in San Francisco at Water Bar.
4: We broke ground in 2006, and it took us about two years to build it. We want you to believe that it's been here forever, but it actually hasn't. That's the magic of Pac Coletto. My name is Pete Sitnick, and I'm the managing partner at Water Bar.
3: Hi, my name is Park Ulrich, and I'm the executive chef and partner here at Water Bar underneath the Bay Bridge here on the Embarcadero in San Francisco. The vision for the restaurant and the menu was simplistic elegance, treating fish in a way where the fish really speaks for itself we really went full out on the sustainability aspect. So now, working with our purveyors, we're able to state on our menu who caught our fish, where, and how it was caught. Uh, Justin Beatty is my chef de cuisine, and he's been with me for 11 years, which has been an awesome relationship for the two of us where we can almost answer each other's questions. We try to be a little bit of everything for everyone, whether it's just having oysters and a beer at the bar or the whole shebang with caviar and whole fish. They should know that their products were sourced responsibly, and I hope they get a great value for their dining experience here.
2: All right, Misan, let's talk about Water Bar and your discovery of it.
5: Well, I moved to San Francisco about five years ago, and I would walk down the end of my street, walk to the office, and it's this big, grand, you know, facade of a building. And so I didn't go for quite a while, and then finally, I was just hanging for some seafood, and I decided to stop in and treat myself. And over time, it became a local place for me, even though, seemingly, when you walk in, you're overwhelmed by the grandeur of the, the opulence of the kind of the Pat Calero, standard style theme restaurant. They get to know you, and it becomes that local place. It can be just a simple, basic experience or the wonderful culinary experience. Default to the fresh selection, wide variety of oysters. In fact, it has its own booklet. That's right. Um, But one of the staples that is consistent I had that night was the uh, salmon pastrami. I'd never thought of that concept of having pastrami herbs with salmon and converting that into seafood. And so that was very light, very delicate, but you have the edges of the pastrami flavor in the salmon, so that's one of the appetizers. one of the appetizers. Yep.
2: And, Angela, what was your experience at Water Bar? Everything from the minute
6: we walked in. We were early. We went to the bar. We had um, some oysters and martinis, and the oysters, they used a mignonette made of Maya lemon, which is mm-hmm. a really nice flavor compared with the vinegar that you usually get. Mm-hmm. And we tried some different kinds. They were all really fresh and beautiful. So, we had a great experience. From the minute we walked in, the service, the kind of calm and nice atmosphere, and, of course, looking at the beautiful fish tanks right. and, and all of those. And the Bay Bridge. And the Bay Bridge. The, the, lights, the lights, it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful, yeah. yeah. i have
4: been wanting to go to Water Bar for a number of years, and just like you say, it's like, oh, my God, this place is just beautiful, you know? I mean, those ceiling-to-floor Aquarium. aquariums are just, Amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and
5: what did you have to eat?
4: Well, <laughs> even though Epic was right next door, we still had a steak, because there was because four of us. Because they're all the same folks. It was, not, it was House truly House. not my first choice, but there was four of us. I was kind of outvoted. And um, But we also had the black bass. The black bass was really, really good. It was cooked mm-hmm. almost to perfection. The presentation was beautiful. It came with a nice, crispy kind of exterior, with you know, and the fish underneath was... You know, it could be mushy sometimes, and it wasn't. It just had that vibrancy of, you know, the flesh was cooked perfectly. It had great flavor all the way through. Fantastic. Um, The steak, it was served with this horseradish cream, Mm. which had no zing or bite to it at all, and the steak really was just begging for something, you know, a little extra to kind Mm -hmm. of kick it over in flavor. But I just have to be honest, my bad for ordering meat at a fish place.
5: But I think it's great that they do offer meat dish as an option.
4: Other than that, you know, as everyone keeps saying, it's just, it's a gorgeous place. The bar area is great. Um, The foie gras was really, really good at water bar. I mean, really good. It was a small portion, which it needs to be, because it's very rich. It was incredibly flavorful. Just a little bit went a long way. I would get it again in a second.
6: Uh, The scallops were beautifully cooked. They had some squash with them very simple and really beautifully presented.
4: Um, well, I had the scallops as well, and agreeing with Angela, it was a beautiful presentation. You know, we were really excited when they were sent on the table, but I thought they were a little chewy. I thought the flavor was a little oversalted and not much of a scallop flavor, and it's not a dish I would get again.
2: What should he get next time he goes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give,
4: Give him son. some clue. Come on. I, I suggest
5: <laughs> the Seafood Tower. Okay. I think that it is a quintessential s- seafood restaurant, yeah, yeah. so... I I rarely order it, because there's so many other dishes I want to try. But I think that it has a nice combination of the top-neck clams, Mm -hmm. the oysters, Dungeness crabs in season, and the jumbo shrimp. Next time I go
4: back, absolutely.
6: So, for the main course, I had the black cod in coconut uh, curry, green curry sauce, and there was some lovely squash on the side. It wasn't the traditional, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was really good, and some yellow rice. It was absolutely delicious. But this really clever thing they did with the swordfish was so, you know how it sometimes gets a little dried out? They cooked it in olive oil. And so it was velvety and smooth and really beautiful.
5: And service? Impeccable. It, it really. I think most importantly about the service is that you're allowed to enjoy your company because they are so efficient, they're so polite, they're subtle. There was this beautiful kind of uh, orchestra of, of the service. And what about desserts? Angela is an amazing pastry chef. She does a very subtle twist on even some traditional dishes, and they had a Earl Grey tiramisu. It was served in a little glass cup, with the lady fingers, and it had the infusion of the Earl Grey flavors, and it gave a nice little twist to a very traditional familiar dessert.
6: Um, we had, and by that time, we had to share it because we had tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> we had the Maya lemon pot de creme. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh, my God, I had that, too. That Did was, you have Oh, it? oh it, was it was wonderful. Unbelievably good. And it was a lovely thing to finish off
5: Perfect, with. Perfect, because
4: it had that, that right. coolness and, that, and right. the smoothness on your tongue. Oh. It
6: was lovely. All
2: right, give us a quick summary.
5: Water Bar is the place that you can have this amazing, grand, dynamic dinner experience for any occasion but at the same time, it actually, the people make it a place where you can feel welcome, and it's like a local oyster bar. All right, and Michael?
4: I would say I would go back in a second to sit at the bar, gaze at the beautiful views and the fish tanks, and have some oysters and beers.
2: All right, and Angela?
6: Oh, I agree, I'd go back in a hot second. Really loved it. Wish I hadn't waited so long to go.
2: If you would like to try Water Bar, it's located on the Embarcadero at Folsom Street in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-284-9922. It's open for lunch and happy hour on weekdays, dinner every night, and brunch on the weekends. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $65. I want to thank my guests on this week's show, Michael Marks, who washes down a beer or two at his favorite New American public house, Sessions at the Presidio in San Francisco. Angela Sidal can't stay away from this family-owned southern Italian spot at Doppio Zero Pizzeria Napolitana in Mountain View. And Mison Boyce, whose go-to gourmet oyster and seafood spot includes stunning views of the bay at Water Bar in San Francisco. Now, we really want to hear about your experiences at any of the restaurants we've been talking about. So keep in touch with us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget that you can watch any of the shows on our website at kqed.org slash It's where you'll find links to the restaurants and where you'll find my notes on the delicious wines we're drinking today. So join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Cheers. cheers! cheers, cheers, cheers! Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by. IRG has over 250 natural stone choices and over 10,000 stone slabs in stock today. IRG in Brisbane and Dublin or at marblecompany.com. Oakland International Airport. Now, with flights all over the world. IFlyOAK.com. Natural mattress systems from European Sleepworks. Working to improve comfort and wellness for over 40 years. European Sleepworks in Berkeley. Online at sleepworks.com.
1: Sutter Health CPMC. 7,000 employees, nurses, and physicians caring for their communities every day. Your city, your hospital. CPMC2020.org. Walmart Global E-Commerce, with small, agile work teams, is focused on big data, open-source engineering, and e-commerce innovations. Careers at walmartlabs.com. SafeCatch Elite Wild Tuna. Great for athletes, kids, and pregnancy. SafeCatch tests each and every fish for mercury. Online at safecatch.com.